This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Nort here. Just jumping in real quick before we get into the collab episode with Brandon from the Encounter Table. Uh, just a heads up, the audio is a little weird. It's something happened with OBS that wasn't that great. Uh, it didn't make it bad. It just made me and Christiana louder and Brandon quieter. And I did my best to fix it in editing. There was probably like at least 400 cuts in this episode. Um, that I had to fix, like from each of us talking and stuff. So I did my best to fix it. And the backup recordings that we record, like I had Brandon record Audacity and we recorded Audacity. Uh, and Brandon's was, it was MIA. So it didn't save or whatever. So, you know, we didn't even have our backup plan, which we record just in case. So... My apologies, the episode still sounds pretty good. I just want to give you a heads up before you hop in. It's not the normal perfection, which sucks, because this was a really fun episode with Brandon. Uh, and I, I still think you should listen to it. And yeah, go give the Encounter Table some love. While I got you here, you might as well, you know, listen to me ask you another thing. Go check out this week's episode of So You Finally Watched. Matthew and I recorded an episode over Jason Bourne, and it was really fun. And it's is always a good time, and it somehow always gets a little unhinged towards the end. So if you like movies, go give it a listen. Now, we're just two average Joes without any film experience or critique knowledge, really. I think he took a college class is the, the depths of his knowledge. So, you know, we kind of go at it like it's a, what's it called, layman's, like a layman's approach or like an average Joe's view. Um, but yeah, go over there. Give it a listen. Thank you. All right. Love you. Bye. Good morning and welcome back to Reading Isn't for Kids, a comedy book club podcast where two grown adults read children's chapter books and sometimes comics. My name is Austin. My name is Anna. And today we have a special guest with us. <clears throat> Brandon. Hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my name is Brandon. Um, you may know me. Uh, if if you know me at all, I think it would be from probably the encounter table. Uh, you I should a, know him. Yeah, I had a brief like little run, little 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 moment of glory on Grim Encounters uh, a couple months back. True. Uh, you can find the encounter table uh, every other Wednesday. Oh, I'm getting good at this. Um, <laughs> it's it's you know it's Dungeons and Dragons, and I, and I make a lot of dick jokes if you're into that. But I'm also on a paranormal investigation and reporting podcast called Don't Tap the Glass which comes out, I think that one's every other Friday. Um, I'm really bad with what days my podcast release on. So, yeah, sorry, but you can find it. <laughs> Good time. Yes, uh, both shows are awesome i listen to both of them they're really good uh, the encounter table is full of heart it's not just not just goose and gaffs there's a lot of love on that show that's very nice to see and i'm also me and anna are also on there for a couple episodes oh, yeah. too yeah um and don't tap the glass is scary it's kind of scary it, you know i i do listen but it does freak me out a little bit <laughs> um <laughs> yeah trust me same and i run a horror podcast <laughs> 
<laughs> but that shows my own show scares me sometimes too, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we wanted you to come on because you told me you were a big fan of The Walking Dead and reading is it for kids. Oh, oh, true. Well, thank you. <laughs> this is like my favorite podcast, and I tell you that all the time, and that's still I still don't tell you enough. That Just means a lot. No fucking rules. <laughs> Thank you. We love doing it. Like, I forgot fun. I was even able to to like promote my own stuff on here. I forgot about that. I was just like, yo, hell yeah! You're like, yeah, yeah, I just want to do this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when I came on to your show the first time, I was like, <laughs> I just come on, and you're like, oh, did you go to promote your shows? And I was like, oh yeah, I have another, I have two shows, and you're like, you have two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was the second uh, episode of our collab you're like oh yeah and also reading is it for kids and we're like yo what <laughs> yeah i just wanted to come on to hang out <laughs> yeah and this this is so much fun to record because it's kind of like we're just like kind of hanging out like we read a book and then we hang out we're just vibing yeah. it's like it's like book club for adults uh-huh. yeah which i mean well, i guess all book clubs are for adults right yeah because yeah, right. kids shouldn't be reading anyway uh-huh. so yeah i mean you could read to them but like you know they shouldn't be reading by themselves. Um, if I see a kid reading, it's on sight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just teep kick right to the t- right to the sternum. Pow! <laughs> I usually go for so right to the trachea. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what we did. What's, what's that little Timmy reading Harry Potter? Kaplow, you turf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't let Annie hear that. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll fuck Annie up too. You know, you know that uh. That like that hypothetical where people are like, how many um, how many like six year olds could you take in a fist fight before they overrun you? I envision them all as Annie, infinite. Yeah. <laughs> Curb stomping that little Nazi dude. I, don't I, I, I am hope I am hopeful that she turns around at some point. You know what I mean? There's a lot of books, I mean, so she might. They go to Revolutionary War in one book, so that could that could fix it. Or make it way worse. <laughs> That's right. It could either, yeah. What if she comes back and she's like, you know, yeah, actually. <laughs> make Merlin have to step General Lee had it going on. <laughs> but today we're not reading uh, Magic Tree House. We are reading Walking Dead Volume 3, ooh, ooh. Safety Behind Bars, ooh, ooh. written by Robert Kirk- Kirkman and penciled by Charlie Adlard. Adlard. What an unfortunate last name. Yeah, but he pencils so good though. He pencils. does. Uh, I I don't know if people I don't know if people like have read it that listen to the show, but the the book's entirely in black and white. It adds such depth to the scenes, which I didn't think would happen with black and white. But <laughs> it feels much more like not visceral, but it's it's very raw. It makes yeah. it less. Even... It makes it less cartoon and more realistic. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's fair. It's definitely like a book that's in your face with everything. Um, and Kirkman's not afraid to do sh- crazy shit. And b- before we hop into initial thoughts or anything, I want to just say a content warning for anybody listening. This is where his issues, like his comics, like issues relative to comics, not issues, issues, but like where the Walking Dead issues start to increase in like the themes they're choosing to show like humanity and its flaws. There is some heavy themes in here. Um, there is uh, child murder, um, attempted double suicide, and depictions of a serial killer. And even with all of that, I, I still think people should read this book. Like it's still, because it, it's not handled bad. You know what I mean? Oh, no, and and we'll, we'll get more into that when we get to those scenes, obviously. Heads up to that. 
So if you bow out, understandable, but this is going to be a, a good episode. So, you know, stick around. You will like it. I mean, we're not going to like get into a gruesome detail about shit, really, but like, you know, it's there. And if you go to read, if you've read along, you've already know what happens. So. True. Um, that and like, you know, if you got to bow out, understandable, my man, or yeah. woman, or not either. Um, Demonyms. Demonyms. Uh, I'm gonna force Norton to let me come back for like a fun time book, so don't yeah. worry. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I'll have to do a fun one. <laughs> uh, this was fun, but like not a, a dark one. <laughs> we'll have to do. Well, we already did Hitler's Daughter, which you read, um, but oh, we'll have to do. We'll have to do another. And there's infinite amount of unhinged '90s and 2000s children's books. So. Oh yeah, dude. Captain Underpants. We could totally I do lie. that. Underpants. Yeah, I just bought and that book too. So. The, uh, what is it, like the purple potty people? Yes, it's the third one, I think, isn't it? Or is it the second? So, okay, yeah. yeah, I'm a uh, I'm a Captain Underpants uh, connoisseur. Connoisseur. Yeah, that was one of my faves too. Um, but yeah, so initial thoughts on on this 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 grouping of comics here. Um, all I wrote down for my initial thoughts was I was like I remember this volume being really dark and exciting. And that's all I remembered. And boy, was I right. <laughs> uh, more, yeah. more that it was dark wasn't too exciting, but... My initial thoughts... There was thoughts... like one moment that was exciting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My initial thoughts were that um, while it was dark, I could have seen it going much worse. Yeah. Very it will. So. It will. Well, I know it will, but... <laughs> Very soon, and just in the prison arc alone, it gets pretty dark. Um, it's almost like it's almost like prison isn't a good place to be. No, especially <laughs> in the apocalypse. Like Robert Kirkman was trying to like you know really drive that home. Yeah, he could. He most he most well could have been doing that. Some uh, fucking tax fraud boys. Look out for the accountants, dog. <laughs> yeah. What was your initial thoughts on this guy? I remember it being dark. But I don't remember it being... Like, I don't remember having the reaction I had while reading it this time. Yeah. But I was also, like, a 16-year-old boy. Who <laughs> yeah. was like, yo, this is so edgy. Fuck yeah, dude. Blech. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's when I read yeah. it as well. But, like, now as an adult who is, you know, wiser, and I, I, like, to, I like to think, um, <laughs> reading it, I was a lot more angry at people that I wasn't the first time watching, or yeah. first time reading. Me too. Like this time, I was like, "Yo, I want to see like Axel just fucking die." Yeah, Axel's pretty awful in this. Like, just fuck you, dude. Fucking <laughs> biker Dumbledore, eat shit. You suck. <laughs> you suck so bad. But yeah, but yeah, this this book starts off right where we left off because some some of them will jump a few days or weeks. This one is the moment after he sees the prison in Volume Two, and he's like, "We're home." And they're like, we need to split up and check everything. And just the whole yard is covered in zombies. They're all they're all crammed in that uh, camper still. Yeah, they go through wiping out zombies. Um, my initial like feeling about the prison is that it was absolutely not a good idea, just because of the sheer amount of people who are in prisons and how like you know they can have really poor living conditions, and mm. it it gives me the same vibe as hospital. I didn't want to be like yeah. in a hospital during a zombie apocalypse. I don't want to be in a prison during a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like, is it safe? Probably. <laughs> but also, so is like, I don't know, the fucking White House. No one's there anymore. Go there. <laughs> um, 
So then it takes them like all afternoon to clear out one of the cell blocks because there's like three cell blocks or something. And they're just like coming, pouring out of the entrance and they're just standing there shooting them all. And, you know, re rereading this and like, you know, later in the series, they like stop using guns as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it just made me cringe watching this because they're going through so much ammo mm-hmm. and just bringing so many more to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and weren't they also starving when they got there? Yeah, yeah, they'd have no food. Yeah, so they were like sleep deprived, starved, and they're like, "All right, let's go shoot guns for the rest of the day." <laughs> yeah, and people who were once alive. That's yeah, and Andrea is like, "I'm a badass now," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, I love Andrea." Yeah, <laughs> and Rick's still kind of like hesitant at first, and then he's like watches her fucking dome someone and he's like all right <laughs> yeah because she's like i'm the best shot we have and he's like mm-hmm. and then she is and he's like oh yeah. okay yeah. hell yeah you're better yeah. than me hi i'm rick and i respect you because you're better than me hi <laughs> <laughs> i'm rick and i'm an annoyingly a good guy <laughs> yeah i was gonna say unpopular opinion I, i'm just not a fan of rick unpopular opinion i would do awful things to rick I sexually just, i'm not i'm not I a would fan more, of like, rick Oh, I would follow Rick. I feel like most decisions he makes is good, but like sometimes he does make dumb, dumb decisions. Yeah. And I don't know if any of those are in this book. Well, there's one. There's one decision that he makes is bad, but. It makes me angry that he just immediately trusts all these prisoners. He does immediately trust people. That is very annoying. Like automatically, like he didn't even give it a second thought. He wasn't even like, hmm, maybe this isn't a good idea. They were just like, oh, hey. And he's like, absolutely, I love you guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, was it Dexter literally says like, oh yeah, I, I committed murder. Yeah. And yeah. Rick's like, well, we just won't give him a gun. <laughs> well, he, Dexter does hey, tell guys. them why he murdered them. Yeah. He's like, straight up. All he says that it was his wife and her boyfriend. Yeah, he's like, straight up, it was my wife and my boyfriend. and Her boyfriend. And I was like, okay, well... <laughs> I think I think it's the OJ case. <laughs> yeah. I think Lori is like um Lori's she, insufferable. I fucking don't like Lori at all. Uh she gives Catelyn vibes. Um from Game of Thrones, yes. who I also don't like. Oh. Um but Lori is like, we shouldn't trust him. He's a murderer. And he's like, I'm not gonna kill you unless you are my wife and her boyfriend. <laughs> like yeah. He's like, yeah, and he's like, and they're already dead. Don't worry. He's like, they're already dead. And yeah, and then everyone else is like, Axel was like armed robbery, and Andrew was drugs, and uh, Thomas, which is the guy with glasses, the creepy tax old white fraud. guy, tax fraud, and like, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> and that instantly, I was like, oh no, he's lying. Yeah, like, I for mean, sure. even before I knew, <laughs> I was like, that I guy's trusted lying. him. You did. Yeah, I was like. I was like, "Oh, dude, that's actually funny." Like, you know, he put like Robert Kirkman slid in a little, uh, a little like the tax system being corrupt joke. No, yeah. no. <laughs> I think when I first read it back in the day, I could be filling in the blanks this so long ago, but I was confused why he was there because all of them had like violent crimes or like how they're considered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he like didn't have like a violent crime, so like why is he there? Because I I always thought prisons were separated, but. I- know tons about prisons but i'm pretty sure they are because there's like maximum security uh-huh 
gin pop, that kind of thing. I don't think they put all the murderers with the people who go to prison for like possession charges. Yes. I- unless they get like downgraded. If they're like good for a really long time, they're like, okay, we'll put you back. Mm-hmm. Dexter doesn't really seem to be violent mm-hmm. from like his interactions with them. Mm-mm. And they're like, hey, do you want some food? We Literally a prison's worth of food in here. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we could feed everybody. Like if every seat in this cafeteria was full. We could feed them with just our meatloaf, dog. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, dude, weird flex, but also pass that shit. Right? (laughs) They're all like, hell yeah. And honestly, makes sense because like, besides Lori, everyone seems okay with accepting them because it's like, it's the apocalypse now. Who cares? Um, Yeah. Like, there isn't really any property anymore for this guy to rob. There's not really drugs anymore. Yeah, so it's like, what's... I mean, there are people to kill, but they're not his uh, his wife or her boyfriend, so... And there's also not taxes to commit fraud with. <laughs> yeah. So, but Lori so is... But Lori's freaking out in front of them. Yeah, no. She's, like, right in front of... Like, truly in their face is, like, I don't think we should trust these guys, as if they're not, like, right there. They're, like... Imagine just having lunch, right? It's you and the people you're surviving with. <laughs> You're like, all right, dude, let's open up another can of meatloaf and just get to business. Yeah. And then this cowboy walks in with his wife and she starts telling you how you're not a human anymore. <laughs> like, listen, bitch, you're starving. <laughs> like, you can go outside. And they're so nice. They don't even freak out when they come in. They're like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, hey, you want, you want some food? Yeah. It's just like, oh, They're also like, what's going on outside? Like, we haven't not left. Like, we saw some programs and then andrew goes on a spiel how it's his fault the apocalypse started oh my god that had me crying dude because <laughs> he's like yeah, oh who started all this shit dude felt he's like i asked god to cure me of my addiction and i didn't take anything and he sent the apocalypse and i was like whoa bro but now my new headcanon is that like noah was like yo god i can't stop snorting coke <laughs> All right, I'll just flood it all. I was like, all right, my boy, build a boat. No coke on the boat, though. (laughs) That'd be my favorite Bible story if that was true. I'm telling you right now. Noah just has, he's just a cokehead, and he's like, yo, God, I need to get off this shit, my man. He's like, cool, heard. And they, like, went to a fraternity together, so they're, like, tight. (laughs) Noah's Uh, on the boat, like, yo, dude, like, my supplier was, like, in the next town over. You didn't have to, like... (laughs) the whole world like that god's like do you think i came here to fuck around (laughs) god's like why all the animals though (laughs) yeah it's a little weird no you know i can just like make more right okay (laughs) dude whatever you're into i guess Um, (laughs) you did tell me to fix your coke problem not that one okay um, strange and then uh like all those while this is happening, uh, it keeps cutting back to um, Chris and Julie with the kids, and Chris is just being a nightmare to these children. Oh yeah, dude, fuck he, Chris. Awful. His character sucks. I'm uh, not a babysitter. <laughs> I'm a man. Yes, you are, dude. Why? But like, that's such an important job. Why wouldn't he like? Like, they obviously trust them enough to watch the kids, and that they can defend them if something happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you want to go die? Well, I, I guess he does. But we'll yeah, yeah, we'll later. get there. Um, is this because this is like at this point they've cleared out this whole block, right? And they sleep. And is this where they go back to the farm to get Herschel? Um, yeah, I think so Rick after does. They clear out, yeah, they clear, they clear it out and they wind up sleeping by the fence again. Yeah, because they, they didn't get to finish clearing out the actual cell block. 
But um, I think it's once they actually got into the cell block is whenever Dale and Rick went to the farm. Yes. If I remember right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Herschel's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just fine and, now. And Rick's like, okay. He's uh, like, no, you don't understand. I, w- I was going to kill you. And Rick's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But hey, you know what? I trust what you. <laughs> well, I mean, also, like, think about it from his point of view, not just that. Like, Herschel has so much knowledge he needs. Um, mm-hmm. Like, even just from a leader's perspective, like, it benefits the community by him forgiving him. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, I know he's a veterinarian, but, like, he obviously showed that he can patch also people up. Farmer. Also a farmer. Got um, a lot of good info up in that big old brain of his. And he's not, like, feeble. Like, he can help defend himself. Yeah. Uh, so, which the show which the show does really good showing that he's not, like, weak or anything. Because I, it kind of cuts back and forth between the prison, right? And mm-hmm. don't they... It just kind of fast-forwards to everyone being at the prison, correct? Like, the, uh, yeah. all the greens and... Except Otis. Otis gets left behind. My boy Otis gets left behind. Bro, fuck <laughs> Otis, though, honestly. <laughs> Why? Why would you like Otis? Just, just fucking get out of here, Otis. Truly. Go sit at the farm, country boy. <laughs> he does. He stays there with the cattle. That's why your girl left you, Otis. Yeah, his girl did lift him. Patricia single and ready to mingle now. Um, with the worst kind of people. But yeah, the worst kind of... It's the evil white man. So she's attracted I'm t- to. I'm telling you, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, j- that just furthers my point of fuck Otis. It's a curse, man. <laughs> it's hard to break. I mean, Otis did oh, shoot my... a child by accident for somehow. <laughs> I mean, also, you know, like, we all know who Otis would have voted for. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Otis so, like, was very, very country. Very good old boy. Form, buddy. Yeah, he was pretty proud i don't remember do we ever hear from him again i don't remember if we do i don't i don't think we do because i'm pretty sure before like they can even go back to find otis the prison gets like swarmed yeah and then they start dealing with the main like the first big protagonist i mean antagonist of the of the series um so otis is just like written off (laughs) He, Kirkman does that though. He'll just like characters will just disappear and he'll never talk about them again. Well, because he, he keeps track of so many. I mean, also that that would happen in this situation. Yeah. Like people would just go disappear and like yeah, there's no way to find them. <laughs> um, especially this because this is based in the early 2000s. So like, there wasn't even like as many cell phones weren't even that big. You know, they were big, but they weren't like they are now. Um. And the internet was pretty shitty, so like, and that probably died instantly. So yeah, yeah, people just just Otis is gone, I guess, unless he comes back in three volumes. <laughs> Which I don't think he does. No, this is this is where we get uh we get to see what happens with Julie and Chris right here. Ooh. Christiana, do you want to take this since Chris was your favorite character okay, leading up to this? Sure. Yeah. So definitely, they're like naked and talking obviously they just did it did what? um did what they did what they did what played hide the sausage obviously um <laughs> oh, the apocalypse always food like that <laughs> how inconsiderate <laughs> what's a fun apocalypse way to say that mm. fuck it <laughs> <Fuggin>, yeah <laughs> it'd be it'd be that'd be some stinky sex let's be real it, for real oh yeah yeah dude. From both from both up. parties. <laughs> Ugh. 
at that oh. point, though, does it, does the smell even matter? <laughs> you smell dead bodies all the time. Well, I think I in like volume two, they're like, oh, we can't even smell each other anymore. Like they're just so used to everybody I, smelling bad. I'm pretty sure like humans just adapt to that shit. So yeah, you yeah wouldn't smell yeah. I bet like lilacs would smell bad at that point. You're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so like my thoughts were that like they were gonna try and kill Reese. For some reason, I don't know why, I was really convinced that they were going to, like, try and kill Tyrese and, like, other members of the thing and, like, run off on their own. Um, that was my thought as to what their plan was. Um, but it turns out that was not the plan. Wait, you didn't guess it was a double suicide that failed? No, I didn't guess that. <laughs> yeah. That they... wasn't in my walking dead bingo card, but I... hey. That doesn't work, right? You can't fire at the same time as somebody. No, you can't fire at no. the same time because your re- reaction times are different. Like 99% sure. Chris was his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, he was just tired of her. <laughs> you think so? He's, he's wearing glasses, okay? Yeah. Which in comic book world means high IQ. Yeah. Right? He fucking, he knows, okay? He knows that he's going to pull the trigger first. Because you know, you know what I bet happened? What? He was like on three, one, bang. He he did not even get to two. <laughs> Could see it, yeah. Yeah, he good. Like good that Tyrese learned him. You know. I mean, he's he's shown to be so selfish before all this. Um, yeah. And because the only reason he's alive is because of Tyrese. But it, it's it's like a like it's 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 insane that it happens. But then Tyrese is the one that finds them all. Like is holding his his daughter's dead body in his hands uh, also, oh. they're still naked too well, yeah. also yeah um and chris is like freaking out he's like you were supposed to be at the same time i i, I did forever oh together forever now i'm all alone now and i'm like fuck like right there i like yeah. any sympathy i had left. <laughs> it's like so selfish dude like actually you're not alone because the guy who's about to kill you is in this room with you also yeah. how easy it, even if even if the intention truly was to fire at the same time, wouldn't you just pick that thing up and point it at yourself? That was my thoughts as well. Yeah, I, I've never thought about that. But that makes a lot of sense. He's literally holding the gun. Yeah. You know how easy it would be to be like, oh shit, I shot first? Well, and just get it over with. Like that was the plan to begin with. Just stick to the plan. And then, then it, what happens... After that is like Rick. Rick comes in and sees all this, right? Mm-hmm. He's like telling everyone to wait, and he goes and checks it out. And Tyrese is like holding her, and like she starts to turn into a zombie, which hasn't happened yet to anybody. Like yeah. after they've died, like this is a new thing. Well, and isn't this how they find out? This is how they find uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the yes. Because I know in the show they write it off with the CDC. Yes. <laughs> um. That is how they find out that it's like this. Is, the virus is like a cancer instead of like a. Um. A, like a new thing like it's just been in us all along yeah and Tyrese is like oh I can talk to her I can I can t- make her love me again or whatever um and then what kicks it is Chris shoots her again yeah <laughs> yeah like Rick is literally like hey dude pick her head up so I can get a clean shot yeah and Chris is like I'll, I'll do it again <laughs> yeah. I'll do it again <laughs> and I'm like bro and then Tyrese fucking chokes him to, and breaks his neck as he's choking him yeah and Tyrese says some fucking metal shit after that oh please say it rick's like he's already dead and tyrese says good i want him to come back so i can kill him again this time slower 
God, that is so... Yes. You don't you don't fuck with the father's rage, dude. <laughs> like Yeah, bro. Reading that, I was like, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go like fight a bear. <laughs> I wanna go I wanna go wrestle an alligator right now. And, and points to Rick again is he just leaves him and then he just like tells everyone to go to sleep. He's he's like, Oh yeah, you know, they died. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Yeah, they uh they, they killed themselves. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, both uh, of them. Yeah, they both, yep. both of them. Both of them. <laughs> and he's like yeah, Tyrese found him. What a shame. It doesn't throw Tyrese under the bus. And I was like... Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you know Lori would be fucking losing it. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. Especially now, since she's... What was it that Rick said whenever she's, like, squeezing his neck? And he's like, hormones. <laughs> hormones. Hormones. Women. <laughs> well, she, she's, like, what, like, three, hormones four months pregnant? W yeah, she's, like, four months pregnant. Like, yeah. <laughs> Or even longer because she's starting to show. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah and that doesn't happen until like six or seven months, truly. What'd you say, Brandon? Because she's also using like Andrea's mental calendar to keep track. Well, and then like she secretly knows. I mean, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's probably, I mean, Rick even kind of knows, you know, like it doesn't really add up. <laughs> yeah, old Judith. Well, everybody knows. Everybody's just denying it. That is honestly the safest way right now. So just, <laughs> just let yeah, it. I mean, it doesn't matter ultimately. Rick has to deal with in this volume because he has to put up with a lot. Yeah, especially from her. A lot from her too. Yeah, she wasn't really helping. But no, like I saw. I don't know. I, th I feel like this is probably the first volume where we really get to see like why Rick, why Rick is the leader. Yes, we do. Like the way that everyone turns to him and the way that he is like the final say in everything yeah and i think another good quality is he doesn't want to be the leader <laughs> yeah um he's just doing it because he knows that he's the best for it he's just doing it because he wants them all to live yeah like he wants to take care of this group and you know that that's a good leader is someone who's like i don't want to do this i don't want the power <laughs> the next day tyrese is all like calm and emotionless <laughs> and yeah. everyone's so uncomfortable and by then it. rick is just like bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah tyrese is like obviously in a, a, a not good state yeah and rick is like oh this is a good time to go re-kill my best friend <laughs> like, hey man you could have taken a few days <laughs> well rick rick tells him that he covered him before he left so <laughs> he's like hey I, I i didn't i told everyone you didn't kill him <laughs> even though you did yeah and he's like honestly i would too or like he's like oh, I, I get it that's what he says yeah, and then he's like, "All right, I want to hop on this hog," and then he drives away. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, he turns into Daryl for a little bit. Yeah, this is that is a Daryl moment right there, for sure. Just being like, "I have to go. I have to go kill that one guy." Aren't okay. I miss? I don't Ow. know. Who, I don't know who Daryl is. He's from the show. He's like everyone's favorite from the show. He's a really good character. I just like the way he says "dog." Yeah. Plus, Norman <laughs> Reedus is named Dog. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Dog. Like, Dog. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Norman Reedus is a stellar actor. Um, he is. But yeah, he's he's the Norman one edition. Ghost Rider 2020. That would be good, honestly. Bro, right? And then we kind of get a bunch of panels showing stuff like Thomas and Patricia are getting along very well, um, which is the the tax fraud guy. And then we get we had another scene of Glenn and Maggie fucking. <laughs> which People... is always welcome. In the yeah. barber shop, and they like shave each other's hair off, right? Yeah, um, yeah, they're always fucking, dude. In every scene they, they really get, are. 
Um, and then and then Lori gets then Lori says she's getting sick of Rick. She's getting sick of him. Mm-hmm. Why? And even her girlfriends are like, bro. <laughs> like, yo, hold the fuck up. Because she knows that he's gonna go kill her boyfriend again. Yeah, I don't get. She obviously didn't like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, he goes and digs up Rick. Honestly, me, I'd be like, hell yeah, let me come with you. Yeah. Uh, Rick goes and digs up Shane, and he, like, talks to the corpse for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it's so It's so, it's so good. It's we, so we good. get to see a little bit of the bad boy Rick, the Rick that I love. Yeah. That's Rick I love, too. I, I love it when they're, like, really nice people are all of a sudden like, yeah, if you ever do that again, I'll fucking kill you. That's, like, one of my favorite well, that, tropes. Because you know they mean it. Yeah. You know that they mean it in that moment. Yeah. Oh, which there's a scene with Rick coming up that had me, like, sweating. I was so, like, pumped. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get there chronologically. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, what I I took, like, from this conversation, besides him just, like, giving closure, is he shoots him and then he walks away and says, I'm not going to rebury you, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I love that. I ain't ain't burying you again. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Tell him. Oh, hold on. We can't skip him, like full like dom rick going on when he's like like come on shan there's not i I don't leave that much dirt on you get up yeah (laughs) yeah it is getting hot in here man he is fucking you guys are steaming (laughs) dude i'm telling you man there's something about a man who's <laughs> nice and strong, but then he's just like, hey, you hurt my friends and family. I'll fucking gut you and watch the gut, the blood seep out. I'm like, playing a corpse song over here? <laughs> Dude, if this song came, if this, if, if that episode where he did that in the TV show came out now, you 100% know a corpse song would be played over that scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on TikTok, 100%. <laughs> oh, there's probably an edit right now. That's like how how hot Rick is. Like you know, there's Daryl ones because people yeah. are like that. But like people are horny for Daryl. I no, I've definitely seen um, Rick uh, fangirl edits. Yeah. So have I. S- or uh, not, I shouldn't say fangirl simp edits. Yeah, simp edits. And another quick part from this before we get to a really awful fucking scene um, is Tyrese, Andrea and Glenn try and go clean out the gym. I got him. Got him. I don't yeah. forget about that. And then Tyrese gets surrounded and they're like, we got to go. And they run because I mean, it looks like he dies. I don't, I'm not, I was not mad at them for this. Uh, yeah. Cause Tyrese just runs in the middle of like at least 30 zombies <laughs> with a hammer. It's all he has. Yeah. And it also, um, it definitely gives off the vibe that that's what he wanted. Yes. Uh, given the, uh, the recent circumstances. Oh yeah. Like, and I'm sure that's kind of what Glenn was putting together as that was going down. Yeah, well, Glenn is also very, very smart. I'm pretty sure he is the right hand of Glenn for most of the time. I mean, for Rick, most of the time, I'm pretty sure. Glenn or Tyrese? Glenn. Well, Tyrese yeah. is, but then Glenn is also, like, a really big part of Rick. Um, like, one of his big, like, officers or whatever you call it. Um, Glenn is such a good character. <laughs> I love Glenn. <laughs> he really is. He's just, like, the goodest boy. <laughs> yeah. While also not being afraid to, like, do things he needs to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which is hard to find in the apocalypse. You know what I mean? Usually they're one or the other. (laughs) Yeah, they just leave him. And does it happen right away where Herschel finds his twin girls? (laughs) 
Yeah, I right. Think it it, is it's it's right like away. it's like a um, it's back to back to back. That's when it starts really picking up. It's yeah. like he kills Shane, walks away. Tyrese is doing this thing in the middle, and then Herschel finds the girls, and then like it's just back to back. Yeah, Herschel finds Susie and Rachel beheaded in the barbershop. Fucking brutally beheaded. Yeah. Herschel, his, the, the, his, their father finds them. And the like you see before the panel ends, because I think it's like a big shot. Like it's a big full page art. Yeah, it's a full page. Uh, it like cuts the next panel and the heads come alive. <laughs> oh my God. There's mm-hmm. like, what, like six panels? Yeah. Of yeah. The twins' heads. I was reading it illegally through a PDF. So sorry, Eric or Robert Kirkman. Um, but I was like, "Bro, oh my, please let me get through." Uh, I would have killed everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't have given a shit who did it. I would have killed literally every single person. I, I'd have been so mad. It was. So, I remember the first time I read it. It was such a shock because, like, we haven't really had people murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, like we had Shane almost do it, right? Well, um, especially not to that graphic not to, extent. And it's, they're children. I mean, they're 16, but they're children. And I mean, these characters have only had like one line, but it was still, it, the point got across, right? <laughs> that like the dangerous thing in this world right now, it's not zombies. It's still humans. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a lot. I, I remember the first time I read it, I had to take a little break. I took like a, a five minute break. I was like, I need a, that was a lot. <laughs> I had, to, I had to take a few breaks with this volume. Yeah. Like, especially whenever Rick gets back from bodying Shane part two. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God, bro. In these, in these comics, time is a little confusing and it's, I think it's kind of meant to be. It kind of adds to the horror. We have a scene with Axel. Do you want to tell the, the really cool scene that Axel think that Axel does? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you put him on the spot. No, oh. no, it's fine. I just hate Axel so much. <laughs> that's why. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> so Lori and uh, Carol. It is Carol, right? It's Carol or Andrea. I don't. It's I, one I, of them. The designs are so similar. I think it's Carol. It could be, yeah. Because her, uh, Lori and Carol keep hanging out. Mm-hmm. That and then like the the smoochie that happens later. Yes. Yes. So I think it is Carol. It uh, is Carol. Lori yeah. and Carol are taking a shower in uh, the prison, and they're talking about like um, I think just her being pregnant. I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah, and how she's hormonal and hates Rick. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that this has running water. I wouldn't drink it without boiling, though." <laughs> haha, you know, like that kind of whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then Axel. You see him in the next panel, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what was in here, I swear. And for a brief moment, I'm like, aw. <laughs> just, he's just a silly little guy. Oops. <laughs> and then the very next panel, he's oh, no. talking to someone that he knows is gay. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, dude, there's naked women in the shower. Who would have guessed it? Go get you a piece of that. And the guy's like, nah, dude, me and Dexter are gay. You know this. Yep. He's like, yeah, but not for long. Which also, like, again, fuck. Oh, just, I hate you so much. I, yeah, fuck that. Headbutt a knife really hard. <laughs> yeah, do, true. Do me that favor. Truly. You want to do me a favor? Go lay down in traffic. How about that one, right? 
That's um, like one of my least favorite tropes is that like someone is gay until they find the right person to be in a great relationship with. Yep. It's so annoying. But yeah, Axel is like, boy, you think you're gay, dude. But what happens whenever Dexter finds a girl who will actually kiss on him? Then you're just going to be jerking off. And Andrew's like, shut up, dude. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not putting up with you. So Axel's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go beat off now. Like, oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. I hate him. Like, I want what I want. What, you know what I want to happen to him? I want him to, to, to do like the, the heart attack orgasm thing and die. That's what I want. <laughs> before I he want nuts. His, On the yeah, toilet. Before, mm-hmm. On the toilet. Pull it Elvis Presley. Lori <laughs> finds out what happens, right? And Lori goes on a tirade. Yeah, because, oh, they also, yeah, they because they show him coming back into the, uh, they show him, like, walking through the door after Andrew was like, oh, yeah, Dexter's on a run or something. He's on a walk. And, like, Dexter just kind of, like, just strolls back in, like, oh, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, totally nice. I mean, I don't know if we've described Dexter, what he looks like, but he's, like, a, a big African-American dude. Yeah. Like, he's Terry Crews with earrings. Yeah. Does Terry Crews have earrings? I think so. I don't know. He should, though, because he'd look good in them. He would. He, he, uh, would, he would look great with some, like, hoops. Uh, and Andrew Andrew's also a, an African-American guy, but he's, like, a scrawny, younger younger guy. More Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and Axel's a big, old, white dude in his 50s, and Thomas is, like, in his 40s, and this is, like, a creepy yeah. accountant guy. That's what he looks Thomas like. Thomas looks like the um, weird, like... Uh, Sorry if this is word is bad. The weird rapey guy from Toy Story who owns the toy barn. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what he looks like to me. Yep. Um, Axel is like biker Santa or biker uh, biker Dumbled biker. Biker Biker. And then yeah, then we have Terry Crews and like his his little boyfriend. And Dexter hasn't really he hasn't really talked to anybody, but he hasn't really been rude to anyone. And Lori is like you killed him! And Dexter's like, what? <laughs> like, he's so confused. Yeah, he's pretty chill. Okay, yeah, Anna just sent a picture of Terry Crews with earrings. It, uh, Yeah, it's literally, that's yeah. literally Dexter. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good picture of him. That's my new, that's my new log stream, actually. <laughs> and Lori is just so angry. Like, I get why she's mad, but like, you can't just go accusing people. <laughs> like, you know, you gotta like... No, they accuse him literally so fast. Ooh. And like, he has shown zero motive wouldn't he be covered in blood too like it just happened well, he definitely would be yeah like this wasn't this wasn't like this it wasn't thought through at all it was just lori being mean and racist it, yeah probably <laughs> honestly a little bit racist i'll be real with you the amount of times i saw like the the older guys of the group being like well if it was the black guy that did it like bro <laughs> what what's your oh like what at this point why are you being racist <laughs> Why is Rick the only good one? Uh, hey, Glenn's great. And Tyrese. Yeah, those the trio. The trio. Yeah, I would kiss them all at the same time. Aren't two of them minorities and one is like a white man? Yeah. Yeah. So Rick is the only nice white man. Most likely. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess so. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, Dale's mostly good. Oh, yeah. He's a little Except prejudiced, the, but... Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. Because like when he's in bed with... Um, Angela Andrea. Andrea. Yeah. Angela. He does. Which, their relationship still weirds me out. I don't. I, I'm not a fan. I, I. At this point, I guess do what you want, but like. Uh, it's it's just not good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he 
even if it's not predatory yeah, he for doesn't, age, yeah, he's it's not, like... I don't know. He's not taking advantage of her. It's all her. But it definitely feels... It definitely makes me a little uncomfy. But in the context of everything else happening, I'm like, okay. Right. But like, I don't know. From my perspective, if they weren't in this situation, there's absolutely no way that they would be together. True. Yeah. So I don't want to say it's just for love. It's because there are other things happening that they're together. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I, I'm, I don't get it. I'm not a woman, so I don't know how to feel about it, really. So so I'm going to default to you, Anna. Yeah. I just gave my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Austin, play it again. Yeah, play it again. So I don't want to say it's just for love. It's because there are other things happening that they're together. Nick has something similar to you, too. So Nick's going to take good care of you. Oh, what do you mean similar? Well, Nick's father, uh, he was a superhero, too. And they put him in the car and they, they drive away. Oh, God, that was exhausting. No, we don't do that. Why? Why are you lying to him? What do you That's mean? messed up. What do you mean? That's wrong. We just talked about this earlier, that if it gets the job done, it gets the job done. That's her perception of it. That's I not did the right... say that. Remember she I said, said that. Those were her words. The fly, the honey, the vinegar. I guess that's the bad I thing. was honey. You were, you were lying, though. You but were that lying, was honey. Honey? You're fake honey. It was a good lie. You're honey dicking him. <laughs> <laughs> I did a good thing. If you like that clip, come listen to Grim Encounters. We are a campy horror actual play podcast using the chill third edition system. Only on the Encounter Code Network. This is Chillmaster North signing off. Stay spooked out there. Their relationship's weird. I but agree. They uh, lock Dexter up mm-hmm. at this point. And he's like, this is fucked up. He's like, you guys should know I wouldn't have done. He's like, I've been 100% honest with you since the beginning. And I think Lori's like, but you didn't even fight it. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what am I going to do? You outnumber me and you guys have guns in my face. Yeah. It, it should prove that he's not guilty. The fact that he didn't <laughs> like try to fight them. Yeah. 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 He's just like, OK. Yeah. I mean, you guys want to lock me up. That's cool. Yeah. You're going to regret this, though. I think that's what he says, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, you're so. going to regret this. He's like, it's probably one of your one of your fucking guys. He's like he's like we all lived together and nobody killed each other, um, Which for is a months. Good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like for but, him just to be like, yo, we've been together this whole time and nobody has done anything. Like we've been peaceful. Yeah. He's like, uh, bad stuff didn't happen until you guys night. showed up. Yeah. Yeah. It, but then Rick comes back. <laughs> oh my God, poor Rick, dude. <laughs> and Lori's like, we locked him up, and he's like, why? Oh, <laughs> Rick's like, why? He's like, it's already done. But, like, he doesn't seem happy with that decision. But he doesn't let him out, also. Well, it's like... Oh, well, before that, he goes to the gym. Back and immediately has to, like, damage control. Because it's been, like, a day since that happened to Tyrese. It's been a day since he left. <laughs> and Rick's like, you didn't check to see if he was dead. It He at least deserves for us to put him down. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we didn't we didn't think about that. <laughs> Rick opens the door and Tyrese is just sitting in there. He's like, oh, hey, Rick. Took, <laughs> took you long enough. Yeah, or something along those yeah, lines. That's what he says. And I'm like, what? And Tyrese just gets up and walks away, walks out. Yeah, he's like, oh, glad you're back, man. <laughs> no, no cuts, no scrapes. No, nothing. No? Just surrounded by corpses? Which, oh, so cool. 
Tyrese is such. I love that character, dude. Tyrese is awesome. The show did him a little dirty. I'm gonna be real with you. Really? I think I think the comic version's better than the show version. I think the comic version is like the role that Daryl took later on. Probably, yeah. Probably. But I do really like the show's adaptation of Tyrese. I don't dislike it by any means. Uh, we definitely get a little glimpse of that prison scene whenever um, weird country guy with the cannibals is like, "Go on, go outside," and he like he's just like, like runs outside. <laughs> and you hear like the banging and shit, and then he comes back in and just like outs that dude. Yeah. Like you kind of get like a little taste of like that, like that side of Tyrese. Because they made they made it his like sister, right? And Sasha's is a sister in the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Sasha is his sister. There are some weird choices they make in the show, but I still like the show for what it is for the most part. Christiana has no idea; she's never seen it, so she's just kind of zoning out right now. <laughs> I also have a migraine. Um, I was just telling the listeners that like we weren't just oh, ignoring yeah. you. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I didn't say it this episode that I have. I've never seen any of the Walking Dead show, so the comics is the only thing I know about the Walking Dead. Oh man, it's a good show. I, I agree. I think it's a good show. Um, yeah, like I, like I said before, I watched up until they they did the stuff with Carl at towards the end there. Yep. And I just I just bowed out because I was like, this isn't this is like not for me. But I still I saw that it was good. You what? I have watched every episode yeah. and all the spinoffs. It's good shit. I just, I don't know if I was just, I think that was just like, cause I read all the books at that point. So I think that was just like mm-hmm. my life. All right. It's, it's too far away from what I, what I envisioned. Uh, and I'm cool with changes and shit too. Like I don't like they, I like ha- was happy. They added Daryl and uh, his brother to the show. Like those good characters. I like T-Dog. Oh, I love him. I loved, um, what's his name? Noah. He was in a few episodes. Oh, dude! Don't e- oh, don't even get me started. I will. I, will. I was mad too <laughs> when that happened. Um, but we're getting off track here. Sorry. Um, uh, is this then? Is this where Rick and Dexter have like a pissing contest? And like he like goes and talks to Dexter in his cell. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Dexter is like he like kind of threatens him, and Rick's like opens the door. He's like, do it. <laughs> and he, oh, and he fucking does. Uh huh. Bro, that oh. That scene had me so hype. <laughs> Dude, it, they just like stare at each other and Dexter's like, y'all fucking crazy. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful writing. <laughs> for just, for them just to be like, like, you don't, you can't say that shit to me. Come on the other side of these bars and see what happens. And then Rick's like, yeah, okay. Opens it up and the guy just like walks away like, y'all are crazy. I think he just saw, like, like he yeah, yeah, Dexter was in prison, but Rick's had done things that he hasn't done. You know what I mean? Like, Rick has crazy in him. <laughs> Rick for real has crazy in him. And we yeah, see I'm, that a lot later. Yeah, I mean, we saw it with him talking to the corpse. That was, our like, our first glimpse yeah. of it. Yeah, Rick has his, like, manic breakdowns, and they're so traumatic. I love uh, I love the nice person who has a crazy... Who has, who's deep crazy. I, I love that trope. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're gonna like Rick, then, when we get farther in, because... Yeah. It's good, because I don't like him very much now. He's supposed to be a little gullible right now yeah that, I, think, I think the point is to watch him get hardened yeah it stops <laughs> some yeah. things happen uh coming up that he it changes him um and he quickly becomes like a oh if i leave if i leave you alive i don't know you if i leave you alive you're a threat now yeah <laughs> that like becomes his like his mentality oh i love it i love it <laughs> he doesn't like do it to innocent people but if they show any sort of like threat he's like well i guess i got 
kill you now. Yeah, the mo- <laughs> like someone sneezes too hard. He's like, what was that? Huh? <laughs> uh, and uh, this is where we get Dexter and Andrew planning their escape. Mm, yes. So while all of this uh, Rick and Dexter stuff is happening, um, you see Andrea, she's like doing laundry and she's like, awesome, laundry. And then Thomas comes down there and he's like, hey, uh, what you doing? She's like, I'm doing laundry. And he's like, he pulls out a knife and he's like, I'm going to cut your head off, which I feel like you shouldn't announce it <laughs> Announce it before you do it, if that's your goal. Um, and Andrew's like, oh my God, you're the one who killed the girls. And he's like, yeah, now I'm going to kill you. And like, she's like super athletic. So he like cuts her face and she escapes. And that like he fucks up her face, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. really bad. Um, she has that scar for the rest of the series, dude. It was deep. Yeah. It looks like it, it opened, like he started with her lip and opened it up. Yeah, I think he like put it in her mouth. <laughs> like that's how he caught it. What, the knife? Yeah. Yeah, it looks I like it it that. shredded open the side of her mouth. Yeah, because it's like from the side of her mouth all the way to her ear. <sighs> and it, he cuts off part of the earlobe, yep. the bottom part. That like, he becomes like so blindly enraged by her running away that he she he follows her out into the the prison yard and he's like still screaming and he like doesn't even care that there's people watching him at this point yeah and then rick just fucking beats the shit out of him yeah yeah so bad i thought he was dead i truly thought he was dead <laughs> the, the was way his face looked yeah but he was not no well because tyree stops him and then Patricia Which, was like, like, "Not fair." <laughs> <laughs> nah, not fair. You're right. <laughs> but doesn't he say that he's like, "We should let her Herschel do it" or something? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he gave the reason. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just what I assumed. <laughs> I think I think he literally just pulled him off, and like Rick just keeps saying, "Like he killed them. He killed them. He killed them." Yeah. And then Lori, I think Lori is like freaking out, like, "Why would you do that, Rick?" Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, Lori? I don't. <laughs> Sure, f- let's let's lock up the let's lock up the dude do anything. Well, but that like, was a white guy, Christiana, that was, he was punching. Oh, damn it, beat me to it. You know this <laughs> this the sweaty, gross little man who is actually murdering people. We can't hurt him. Like, cop. Beating him with his, with one hand, like just using his yeah. one hand, his right hand, and pulls it up, and there's like fucking his bones are sticking out, and like there's like cuts and scrapes all over it and uh this is where rick has his first like rick tater speech doesn't he yeah you kill you die that's it and, and then uh laurie's like well we should we should make rules and he's like the rule is you kill you die that's the rule and she's like well we need to discuss like there needs to be justice and he's like this is justice and i think he tells her to shut the fuck up <laughs> shut up laurie What'd you say, Brandon? Yeah, because like uh, this is after I um I wasn't able to finish. Yeah. Oh right. So now I'm kind of getting this uh from y'all. Yeah. Yeah. You like didn't read like the last six pages or whatever. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, he like goes on this huge speech and he ends with the like "you kill, you die," which is a fair rule. Yeah. So uh, they lock him up and they plan on hanging him in the morning. Yeah, and then Rick lets Dexter out. Yeah. And he is so mad. Dexter's so mad that. 
And he's like, hmm. <laughs> Turns Look out it that. wasn't me. Wow. Can't believe it. Yeah. So then Patricia is like, I can't believe they did this to you. You were such a nice guy to me. <laughs> what the hell? And like lets him out. And then he tries to kill her. Immediately. Uh, the second she like unlocks the door. He tries to kill her immediately. I mean, because he's obviously, he's, he doesn't kill men, right? He kills women. That's yeah. his thing. It, it, and Andrea escaping, that must have been the first person to escape because that, like, that broke him. That broke mm-hmm. the weak psyche that he had. Yeah. And he's like, I'm choking her. He's choking her to death. Yeah. And then Maggie shoots him in the back three times. And she's like, that's for killing my sisters. He's like, I feel a little better. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we mentioned this, but didn't Maggie tell Glenn she doesn't want to sleep with him anymore? Kind. Yeah, she says like she doesn't want to love him or something. Yeah. Because everyone she loves dies. That's basically what she yeah. says. Which. Because like she's lost what? Like this is like the fourth or fifth sibling that she's lost. Yeah, it's her fifth sibling and she's lost her mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're killing the greens off real fast. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Yep. They killed three in the last volume, and they just killed two <laughs> again. I think Rick Rick and Herschel then throw the body out to the walkers outside the gate. And Herschel watches. Herschel just stands there and watches. Rick's like, oh, you should come back inside. And Herschel's like, nah, watch. Because <laughs> up until this point, Herschel's just been like catatonic in his cell. Yeah. Oh, he also beats up his son. Oh yeah. Yeah, if we forgot to mention that. He does beat up his son. Who? He uh Herschel, Herschel beats does. up Billy. Oh my god. He's like he's like, Dad. He's like, There's nothing you can do, they're dead. And Billy's like nineteen, he's a grown man, but like Herschel like punches him like four times. And uh but that's before all this happens. I should have mentioned it. I for totally forgot about that. But yeah, he does do that. He does abuse his son again his last son the graphic novel ends with um dexter and andrew coming out of the block out of the blocks with full body armor and shotguns and points it at carl and says he's gonna blow his brains out if he if everyone doesn't get out of here yeah and in fact i think he said get out of my house yeah and he said a slur he said a homophobic slur which that's that's projection it is yeah it is very project projecty. Projecty. Um, but yeah, that's how it ends. That's the final page. Yep, that is it. So there we go. Wow. That. What a volume. That a lot happens. A yeah. lot happens. So, like, what, what, what are your final thoughts, Brandon? Um, this one to me, I think, is a really good way to change the tone for the rest of the story. Because I feel Hell like yeah. maybe volumes one and two, like maybe Kirkman knew how dark he wanted this story to be. Maybe maybe he knew like what kind of topics he wanted to touch on. Yeah. But but maybe he didn't. And I I feel like number uh, volumes one and two is kind of him finding his footing, and volume three is where he starts to really hit that stride. Oh yeah, he does. Like in the way that he handles a lot of topics and just the character like the, the the character development of literally every single character he writes 
and how they all feel so extremely real. It's crazy. It is, yeah. And uh, yeah, this this is one of those books that's like, it just like establishes a ton of stuff, like you said. It also establishes zombie stuff that we didn't have. Yeah. So like a lot, of, I like I like Kirkman's writing because like it's so. I don't. Shocking's not the right word. It's so just like zero to one hundred. Mm-hmm. Like they'll just be talking about the weather or like the corn they're gonna plant, and then someone is getting cut in half. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of how violence happens in the real world so yeah i think if anything man i feel like what this book did at least for me was it just solidified my belief that robert kirkman is like the greatest character creator of all time he can just fill a book like just fill this roster with real people like these are like it's rare that you see like a one note character from him you true. And like to be able to write in all of their voices and the things that they do actually like track. He's very track. good. He's yeah. very good. He is in my top five favorite writer, like comic book writers. And like he has other series he wrote that are really good. I haven't got to read them, but I like I they they're like they're like loved. <laughs> And he even wrote for Marvel at one point. Did you know that? Um, I did not know that. Actually. He wrote Marvel Zombies. Oh yes, well that I knew, but I, I I thought of that more like a collab. I don't know. It's really I good though. Of it, like in my bookshelf right next to me. It's it is like my it's my favorite comic line. Like oh oh it's ever. so it that would that's all talk about dark. Those Jesus are dark, Christ. especially with Spider Man. Spider Man's is fucked, dude. Dude, fuck, like, dude. <laughs> that shit is heart wrenching. I won't get too much into that, but like in that universe, the zombies can talk and think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Especially the super-powered ones. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, they know what they're doing even if, like, they're morally against it. They just can't stop. It's, it's almost like an addict. Mm-hmm. It's good. He's just lovely. Uh, I would recommend all this entire series, even with the 2000 slight edge to it. Mm-hmm. It's no Garth Ennis edge, but, like, it's there's still some edginess in it. To use your own words, it's not a pizza cutter. Like, it's not all edge and no point. Yeah. Know? Yeah, there is no yeah. Yeah, I have said that. <laughs> that's why that's why I'm getting a pizza cutter tattooed on my leg. Oh really? Yes. All edge no point. Just all like my no life. Point. Just like me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're both E boys actually. If you could see my face, I'm wearing eyeliner. Oh, are you really? Uh huh. Well you 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 see it, but I'm talking about the listeners. Oh yes, yes, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And Christiana has multicolored hair, so like it's already <laughs> Fun I do story. have multicolored hair. Yeah. That's not a lie. It looks great. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> okay, what's everyone's ratings? <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven. So, wait, okay, so five, five out of ten's average, so. Okay, okay. That's how, I, that's how we do this and SYFW, so. Okay. Do we allow decimals or no? Uh, this show, you can have decimals. I don't care. Hell, yeah. That's a fun way to like make it actually one out of a hundred rating. So you're really just getting a percentile. Yes. I'm I'm biased. I know that, but I'm gonna give this like an eight point five. Okay. I give it like a seven. I I give it a six. Um, and and here's why. It's not because it's bad. Um, compared to the last two, I liked more. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, just like if I'm ranking these, it's gonna be below those. So it, I I'd have to give it a lower rating. And I gave like a nine and an eight or something for the last two. 
but like I know they get better and this one sets up so much stuff that I have to give respect to it. So I'm saying it's above average comic. Like this is worth the read compared to the other ones I've read and I have read. I'm like, I don't don't remember. I remember liking this, but I don't remember. This isn't like one of the volumes I think about, right? Where I'm like, what's your, what's your favorite, you know, walking dead comics. You know what I mean? Um, It's none of these are in there, but maybe the scene with Rick talking to Shane, but I, I, I end up forgetting it by the time we're talking about the whole series. You know what I mean? No, that's fair. That that's fair. And I was gonna give it more, but I was trying to like legitimately think about actually after a second read, right? Like I've mm-hmm. I've got to digest it a little bit more, and I'm older now, so like some of the reasons why I liked it a lot more, are like you know, reasons why I like it a lot less now. So like, but I think it's still it's still lovely. But I also don't think that like anything from Kirkman, I don't think I could ever rate it below like a seven. I get that. I get that. Like, I just hold him in such high regard. And I know I'm biased. (laughs) Before you even get any comments about, like, dude, this guest was so... Yeah, I know. No, man. Trust me. (laughs) I'm definitely a little biased, too, with this. Like, this was was the comic that got me into comics. So, like, Mm -hmm. I have a D... And, like, my initial rating was, like, a 7 or an 8. And then I really thought about it. Um... And I was, it was basically just a context with the other ones. Uh, but this is the only one you've reread, so it totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, if this was the only one I've reread recently, I would have totally given it like an eight. So, like, he's, he's just that good. He's so good. Like, we are not, I feel like we're hyping it up too much, but it, it deserves the hype. <laughs> to me, it does. Yes. Like, this was also, this also started like before zombies were like the big craze, too. Yeah. This is what started it. <laughs> I like, I mean, like, didn't yeah, start zombies, but, like, started it being, like, zombie red dead, zombie bunnies and, and goats. <laughs> Call zombie, of Duty zombie. Call of Duty zombies. Hey, do you want a zombie dog in World of Warcraft? You got it now. Uh, so, yeah, uh, final thing we I usually do is I, I give, like, a, a memoriam to people we've lost to this volume. Kind of, sure. kind of, like... Uh, reaching back to the old Talking Dead episodes. You remember those? Okay, yeah, yeah. This in this volume we lost Susie and Rachel Green. That was they were murdered by Thomas. P. Thomas Richards was murdered by Maggie. Well, killed by Maggie. I actually I put killed, not even murdered. Down. Yeah, put down. And then Julie was killed by Chris in a joint botched suicide. And then Chris was killed by Therese after he killed Julie and then killed again by Tyrese when he came back. <laughs> Slower that time. Slower. Which we don't know what that means, but that's what he did. Oh, I would love to know. Yeah. So that's who we lost this this issue. These issues. I mean, in, in relative to... This was like five issues. So like five or six yeah. issues. That's a lot of death to have in your six issues. It is. Yeah. And I, I would bet like 200, 300 zombies. I bet. Oh, I, I didn't even count. <laughs> so many. There are so many hordes that they wipe through in this, mm-hmm. in, this, in this volume. I think with the next volume, I think Michonne gets introduced. I think so. Which I'm so... She's like my favorite. She's one of my favorites. Michonne is awesome. She's so cool. Not only is she cool, she's such a complex character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. He can somehow write women okay, and I don't know how he does it. <laughs> What do you think? Does he write women okay? Yeah, I think he writes them fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you just write them like people. I know, but like lots of authors <laughs> don't. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. And I, I'm not, this isn't calling out men or anything because women do the same thing. They, they, 
right men to either be disgusting or to be like perfect angels you know i was just about to say they're always either perfect disgusting or himbos there's like yeah no in in between and and one of the problematic things that men do with women is they'll write them as like mixy pixie dream girls or whatever manic pixie yeah thank you and like that trope can be fun right but what'd you say so that's what they called me in high school they did actually yeah you were the one that started that that nickname for me. yeah i was in college and you were in high school and i like said that i think i think i yeah. was in middle school when we were in college yeah yeah no because yeah. austin's like 50 years old i am you guys yeah. didn't know I'm 50 yeah yeah 55 and still swinging i'm so uh-huh, happy. yeah well, thank you the balls are low but they keep grow <laughs> so dumb <laughs> why <laughs> no i'm only 28 not 30 Almost yet two. when i turn 30 i don't even know what i do that's way past my expiration date i thought i was gonna make it too so I beat the, I beat the twenty seven club last year, so yeah, I still haven't done that yet. Don't jinx me, dude. Don't do it. I'll fu- I'll fucking get a Ouija board and hunt you down. When's your birthday? <laughs> we can do it together. December third of I don't know Every when you uh, I don't know where my joke books are, Christiana. <laughs> where are your joke Christiana, books? Christiana, give me my joke books. Give me the scary one. Give me. <laughs> They're all pretty scary. She tried to hide them. I don't know who put them over here. Which one is it? The that bug one. The bug one. It's scary. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at RiffKPod. Uh, you can hop into our Discord. It's under Grim Encounters right now. Uh, hop in there. We got places for you to chat with us. We got fun custom emojis for RiffK in there. Um, yeah, you could talk to us in there. I think Brandon's in there too, but he's not. He's not in there. He's not a big Discord boy, but you just gotta ping him and he might see it. Um, yeah, if you ping me, I'll see it. But um, just know, if I see it, it might take me a while to respond. Because <laughs> I'm not a Discord boy. Yeah. That's fine. Some of my cast members are like that, too. They'll be, it'll be like three days later and they're like, oh, hey, I saw this now. <laughs> That's me. Um, <laughs> I'm called out. <laughs> I, I wasn't calling you out, but I'm glad that you recognize it, at least. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got two other shows, So You Finally Watched, which is a movie review podcast like this, except me and Matthew get he- get heavenly deep on it sometimes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, give each other head. No, he is very straight. I don't think he'd give me head. Sometimes I stuck him off. I mean, I got to help a homie. Um, yeah, dude. It's helps you get your mind, like, get your, get your head in the game. <laughs> uh, what eh. uh, Then we got Grim Encounters, spoopy actual play show. Give it a watch. It's campy horror. If you like Cabin in the Woods and Ash vs. the Evil Dead and Supernatural. I haven't seen any of those things, so that's what people say it's like. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take their word for it. I mean, they're listeners, right? I mean, if they're saying it, that's, they mean it nice, usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all of those are good things. I, I, like, I do. I have seen Cabin in the Woods, but that was last year, so... We need to get you to watch Supernatural. It's like one of my favorite shows ever. It's, that's what Shane has been telling me for about five, six years. Okay, well now I'm going to start joining him and telling you. Because <laughs> it's great. He's like, this show was made for you, dude. Yeah. It's like, no, but so many eps. That's <laughs> why oh, I won't watch One Piece. Oh, that that's fine, though. That's why you don't, don't watch anything. I, if, yeah, if I can't get on the ground up, I'm usually stressed out. Go check out Brandon's pods. Counter table is 
another actual play show, much like Grim Encounters. Uh, we play D&D, and in this campaign that we're currently in, um, we're a bunch of teens isekai slash Jumanji'd into a creepy old guy's own game of D&D. And Don't Tap the Glass is like a paranormal slash occult slash conspiracy uh, investigation and reporting podcast. Hell yeah. And yeah. we're all under the lovely umbrella of Encounter Co. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're all like a big old family. Big old happy family. So if you like us and you like our genuine juice, you'll like the others. <laughs> Come get the genuine juice. Genuine juice. They called me in college. That's like your go-to. That's like your go-to dad joke, and I can't. I've been doing it for like 15 years, too. I know. It was before I was even a dad. Yeah. I was 13 doing that joke. Anyway, uh, now I'm going to read both of you. I got a, I got two people right now. I'm going to read you a joke from, what is this, what is this year from here? From 1997's. 99 and a half creepy crawly jokes riddles and nonsense written and illustrated by holly Cowit. Cowit. there's there's nonsense in that book that's what it's saying sign me up i know all right guys christiana struggles with this brandon so i hope you can get the joke shut up um knock knock who's there ladybug ladybug who lady bug somebody else for a change that's misogynistic. Do you do you get it, Christiana? Because stop, I like, hate this bitch. <laughs> like he's like like ladies like a, like a stop. woman, and like they're yeah, bugging but, him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not it's not the actual bug, like the ladybug, yeah. like the black one. Yeah, it's like the 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 person. Like, so the author, what they meant to intend here was <laughs> to throw you off with like with the with the conception of like a bug, and instead hit you with the good old one eighty of like throwing a comma in there after lady. Yeah. Oh, okay. A compound word and just separating it, throwing that comment in there for comedic timing. You just must be bad at explaining things, Austin, because I got it when Brandon explained it. <laughs> well, why don't you fucking laugh? That's what I'm saying. Like she says, she gets it, but she never laughs. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> why are you staring at me? Knock knock. Who's there? Uh, lady, laugh. <laughs> Lady laugh who? Lady, laugh at the fucking joke. It's <laughs> <laughs> just reading isn't for kids. Remember, reading isn't for kids. Thank you. Bye. Remember, thank you. <laughs> Help. Help. I'm a big boy too, if the listeners don't know. <laughs> I like that like that bear energy. Did you say a bear? Yeah, that's that's what I as a gay man that's what I would be categorized as. I'm big and hairy, but cute still. She's. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. I'm on my way <laughs> to be really gay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go Phil Collins. Go Phil yeah. Collins. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I love that movie. By the way, it's like one of my favorite Disney movies. What movie is that? Brother Bear. Brother Bear. I've never seen it. Yeah. That's why I started a movie podcast, guys. <laughs> All right, well, add it to your list. It's on there.
If I, he added if I all of the on, Disney movies because he hasn't seen one. like a single one. Mm-hmm. Oh I've seen like 10 of them. I mean, a little bit more than that, but that's realistically, I've only seen like a third of them. Hey man, I don't know. I just didn't, uh, I didn't vibe with them when I was a kid. I don't know why. Uh, I but- remember my copy of Brother Bear on the, on the DVD. You could take a personality quiz and it would tell you what your spirit animal was. <laughs> and I got the eagle and I've never felt so patriotic. Hell yeah. True. True, true. It's like when you're arguing with like a British person about America. It's like I'm not normally patriotic, but the moment <laughs> like another country's bitching at us, oh, I'm like, truly. Yeah! <laughs> I'm like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Drinking mouth. I'm an American. <laughs> I like my guns. Shut the fuck up. We have helicopters with guns attached to them. And those guns got guns. <laughs> and then those guns got little balls like truck nuts, but they're gun nuts. <laughs> Hell yeah! Do you drive a Ford pickup with a <laughs> with a nut sack on your trailer hitch? I didn't think so, cause you're not in America. 